0: Hi there, and thanks for joining us. Well, here we are, all still locked in and trying our best to keep the economy going in some shape or form. Most importantly, in the last couple of weeks, we've all learned that when you're on a video conferencing call, the mute button is not your friend. But there are many businesses out there that are struggling. We've seen the unemployment rate soar as companies try to get to grips with what COVID 19 is doing and the effect it may have in the medium term so as we promised we're going to keep red business going by speaking to companies that are directly affected by speaking to companies who may be able to offer some form of help and by trying to keep us all that little bit sane in these very challenging circumstances i'm jonathan healy and this is red business
1: Red Business Podcast with Jonathan Healy and McCarthy Insurance Group. Putting business in Cork first. M I G. I E.
0: Now, one of the things I'm going to do when this is all over is go and have the finest breakfast you can find in Cork City Centre, which is in Nash 19. And the smiling face behind the counter, mocking me as she always does when I come through the door, uh, will be there, uh, hopefully with a smile on her face. Claire Nash of Nash 19, how are you?
2: Jonathan, how are you? I will definitely be there with a smile. And you know, Jonathan, if you come in at 10 past 7, like you did the last time, (laughs) you'll be allowed to come right in, Jonathan. No problem.
0: And me giving Uh, out about the most stupid of things at the time.
2: I know. I know. Giving out about nothing. So, since the last time I saw you, Jonathan, this is all unfurled, unfolded. And it's probably, I just saw somebody tweeting about their 28th year in business today so we marked our 28th year on February the 2nd, as you probably remember and know. We had a couple of forest closures. We had a fire and three floods. And you always knew the difference was you knew what you were working with. You knew you know where you were going. You knew what was coming down the tracks. I suppose for me, the most difficult thing is just completely stopped. We tried to keep it going. I had, um, we've 18 staff, so... I laid off the majority of them and two of them stayed with me, one upstairs, one downstairs beside me. And we tried our very best to keep the place ticking. Um, Since then, I was just talking to you and you say that the city is completely deserted. Um, I know it is because I had to go in twice. Um, I think I have a ghost, by the way, in the building. Um, One of the Princess Street traders is lurking around there still. I had the back door open, a mixer going on, full belt and the cold room door open after only five days of being out of the place. But anyway, it was all fine. So I've popped in now and again, you know, just to make sure the place is turned off properly and um, that everything will be ticking when we get going again. When You know, when you think, will we get going again? I certainly, you know, commend and know that we're doing the right thing. There are days that I wake up and say, for Christ's sake, there is something I surely could be doing. And then when I just... Get back to why am I doing this or what are we doing as a nation and those that are not frontline? Well, I'm not frontline. So, what I need to be is ready to be frontline and ready to be right in action for my 18 staff when we're all back in the saddle. And hopefully, that'll be midsummer or maybe mid May. I don't know. But I certainly want to be fighting fit for when I am back. And we'll have an uphill struggle, I reckon.
0: Claire I remember I, I I met you many times over the years uh on those dark days for the city center when there were mm-hmm. very bad floods and I remember you, you were always very resilient then frustrated and angry but resilient yeah you, yeah. you sound you sound a little different this time and, and and I hope you don't mind me saying that and I think it's because the uncertainty that this brings is mm-hmm. it, huge isn't it
2: it is it really is like the first few days but the only way I could describe the first few days because when I decided it was the day it was like we traded on the Monday after St Patrick's weekend and traded that week and then the following Monday I just knew we couldn't do it any longer you know it was becoming it it just to my mind wasn't you know it was distasteful to some people that I was still trying to trade people thought that I was doing this for a profit All I was doing was trying to trickle a little flow in, as you can understand, you know, why, you know, and then there was other reasons around a few staff and that. And I just wanted to try to do what I could do because a lot of my clients are still at work. And a lot of my customers were working, you know, from their offices. And to see a friendly face and a flipping cup of coffee coming out to you, you know, and any makeshift of a sandwich or a scone, they were thrilled. So that was ticking me along. But, you know, I realized I just couldn't, you know, there was no point in that I was only adding to the fixed cost base and I wasn't doing my business any favours by continuing to add to that when nothing else was coming in. And then um, the first few days when I was at home, I'd wake up with this sort of a this emptiness. And the only way I could describe it, and I've said it to a couple of my pals, is my mum died on the 8th of December and 8, 9 and 10, she was in my house with me before we Um, had her funeral service and it was that like a pregnant pause of, well, there's nothing you can do anyway. You know, there is nothing. It's out of your control. It has happened. Yes, it is very down. Yes, it's very glum. And, you know, I'm coming out of that now, Jonathan. I have good days and bad days. I have a couple of pals that I would chat to every day that are in business as well. Not even in our, you know, not even in hospitality, but they've been closed down and we all have good and bad days and, you know, you're not rushing anywhere, you're not doing anything because you have to. It's very hard to do nothing, but there's loads of things I could be doing, and I'm and I'm wondering why I'm not doing them, you know, and I'm starting to beat myself up the way I would like you know, you should have done this, you should have done that, but should we? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I I personally really needed this rest. And that is what I'm taking, a mental rest from the craziness of because I come straight back from mum having passed away, which was, you know, quite a few months you know, that time before she died, straight into a very busy Christmas. Then we had a bit of change at the top of my institution, top of the group, one of them left travelling. And, you know, you find yourself doing six day weeks, no problem, Like right? We do it all day, we do seven day weeks. And then to do nothing, it's just, it's going from full steam ahead to doing nothing. That's what I'm just finding. I, You know, that's why I probably sound the way I do, because mm-hmm. I've been normally much more talking about this. Um, but... Yes, I think we will get back, Jonathan. And I'd say we will all have new and different models. I you know, think... we will have to leave this as an opportunity to be something a little different now again.
0: Yeah. Well, don't, look, don't you know? change, don't change the scone recipe anyway. That's the first thing I'd say. Whatever difference you're going to have, don't don't let that so, be that's it. Thanks
2: reminding me now. I have a concoction <laughs> of a. Did you ever hear of a spotted dick?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: used
2: to have... <laughs> We used to have a neighbour, this fabulous baker, and she used to always make spotted dick, and it's, I'm sure she had not time. To roll out the scones because that's practically what the recipe is, and I've only made it up. Now it's looking fab.
0: It's well, look, I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear it. Um, <laughs> and you clarified what the neighbour had. Um, look, when you that's when you had, do please. When you had, oh, you have all this time. You're you can't get into the premises. Mm-hmm. Your staff are in furlough. You're, you're waiting, 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 waiting. Uh, but everybody's waiting, Claire. Um it, it, yes. it, You know, you 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 are at the centre of that community, the city centre community. Are, are yeah. you impressed by the way the community has come together in all of this? Because we're all going through our personal problems it's with fabulous. this.
2: Yeah. Is, are you taking I mean, comfort from that? I am, like I just said to somebody today, I met my physio actually out in my walk and I, you know, I'd always been needing a physio treatment because of just going like the clappers and a couple of breaks here and there over the years. And, you know, I hope that we won't forget the way we were able to be in this you know, that you did that everything wasn't a bloody problem, that it didn't take forever to get a yes or a no answer. You know, I hope we won't lurk back and fall into our bad habits like we did after the recession, you know, because it had become, really, Jonathan, it had become a bit crazy. You know, I have a nephew of um, 1920, and he said to me, well, something had to happen, didn't it? You know, when you think of all the murders and all the, you know, the excessive use of drugs, I mean, we were gone cracked, like the country was gone mad. And, you know, hopefully, well, I know with my group anyway, like, you know, my colleagues and my cohorts, we are really questioning what are we doing, why are we doing it, how can we do it better now when we come back. Um, You've probably read or heard the long table dinner is obviously going to be gone because Midsummer Festival isn't happening. But we'll do something, you know, we'll do, you know, we'll do a Mehel-type approach to celebrating Cork food or, you know, we will come back and we will definitely be more... Mm. I think, a solid community like Cork City Centre is really small when you think about it. And, you know, we're all going to know some people that get this and hopefully we're going to know very few that don't make it. Mm. But Cork being so small, we will. You know, and... But but the point is,
0: for me, the, the, the the thing here to remember... The skill isn't being lost. The community isn't being lost. If anything, that community yes. is being made yes, stronger. Jonathan, you're this, this, right. is a, mm-hmm. this is a bump now, a hell of a bump, and one which you would never have chosen or opted for or even yes. considered before now. But when it does come back and when this is over, I think, I genuinely think we're going to be yes in a better everything.
2: place. Oh, yes, to everything. We totally are. Like we're going to be energized. We're Like those of us that stay fit for our business, you know, I'd say, A lot of people, but not a lot of people, but some people are probably like me questioning, Jesus Christ, can I do this again? Can I drive on again? Because, Jonathan, we're only out of the recession. And retail, which I'm a part of, you know, we really, like the city centre, hadn't bounced the way other industries had. But we were just coming alive again. And hopefully we'll be able to take, you know, the good out of that and take all those positives that we learned from bouncing back already. And I'd say that the that the community support will be tremendous. I mean, already people are ringing me, Claire, you know, like, is there anything I can buy a few? You, you know, have, you know, can you send me a voucher? I heard you'd Easter eggs. Can I get some of them? It, like, it's just, you have a very big family in Cork, more so than um, Dublin or London or, you know, bigger cities that you just get lost on or lost in. But, you know, you can be just, you can, you can be very isolated if you want in our in our city, and just open it and um, close your door, but that just never works. You know, that just never works for it. Doesn't work for Nat, mm. anyway. It doesn't work for us. You know, we like to be part of what's going on and
0: being sticking our head out the door, No, closing. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, look, as I said, all in the one direction, which is the way we're heading. Um, I look forward yeah. to the. I look forward to the breakfast cake. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm looking forward to the spotted dick as much as you are for your tea this well, evening by the sound of it. <laughs> Claire Nash and her spotted dick. Thank you so much for talking to us on Red Business.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. Mind yourself. Stay well. Thanks, Jonathan.
1: The Red Business Podcast with Jonathan Healy and McCarthy Insurance Group, putting business in Cork first. MIG.ie. Well, as
0: we've been discussing, the way we do work has irrevocably changed, and it happened so fast, a lot of companies and a lot of people are still trying to come to terms with exactly what has happened not to mention the other challenges that have been thrown up by covid 19 on the line now is john goulding he is the ceo of a company called work vivo based here in cork john how are you good to talk to you
3: good to talk to you jonathan thanks very much for having me on
0: this the speed at which this has happened and we'll talk about Work Vivo and what they're doing in a minute, but your background is primarily in HR. And and HR's job is to plan and to try and make sure that you can foresee challenges. The the rule book went out the window here very quickly, didn't it?
3: Yeah, I think I think it did, Jonathan. I, I think what what's been happening, I, I think you know, we've seen the the move to an alternative workforce over the past number of years. So I think there there has been a growing acceptance of remote working, contingent workforce, part time workers, et cetera. But I think what's what's happened now is just it's it's accelerated the whole thing um, by ten years in the space of a month. Um, and I think it, it's it's obviously it's very it's a very unfortunate situation. Um, and hats off to the the frontline workers. I think I know they got a lot of they're getting a lot of recognition, and deservedly so. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, we will recover and a lot of good things will come out of it. And I think one of those things is going to be just a general, a general acceptance of the effectiveness of, of things like remote working.
0: Um, WorkVivo, it was set up to help companies communicate internally. Um, t- tell us a little bit about the product, first of all, uh, and how people have been using it since COVID-19 started to impact on business.
3: Yeah, so I suppose what we do, Jonathan, we're an employee communication platform, and I think when when you, people think about communication, you naturally think about informing people, you know, from a company perspective. But for us, there's actually there's two elements to it. There's there's informing people, but also making sure people are engaged. And we are, um, you know, the, the informing people is the easy piece, but I think companies are recognizing that. Uh, you know especially in this type of scenario we need to keep people engaged the organizations need to continue to operate and part of that is ensuring that your communication platform still brings a sense of community still um, engages people in terms of what the organization is trying to achieve making sure there's a culture recognition making sure the personality and the culture of the company is still coming through Um, and that's what we do that's what we do at WorkVivo.
0: Mm. And again, you, you you didn't know this was coming in the same way other companies didn't know this was coming. But what advantages have you seen to having this type of communication platform set up in a company where a lot of people are working off site? I mean, I'd imagine it was originally designed to coordinate across different sites, but now uh, the, the number of sites has increased exponentially because people are not in an office, they're working from home
3: yeah yeah absolutely so yeah we are we are seeing a, a major spike in demand i suppose for 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 our product jonathan There's is actually a, like one of the biggest brands in the world is is looking to for us to accelerate a go live with them right now and uh, which means we're we're it's west coast us we're working long hours to get to get that done quickly um, but i i think what's been happening is i mean the technology has existed for quite a while um, to facilitate remote working, um, and well, I think what's happening now is it's it's forcing it's forcing the trust, um, it's forcing organisations to trust that their employees can do it, and it's challenging the assumption that things uh, can't be done remotely. It's it's very obvious that um, organisations that we're we're dealing with are, are continuing to be very very effective, and in some cases more effective operating remotely.
0: How how are people doing it though? I mean, obviously your platform is one, but what else is effective in, in, in terms of making sure you can communicate with your staff, have those conference calls, get rid of the useless meetings and concentrate on the ones that are important?
3: Yeah, so in terms of technology, I think what we're observing is, obviously, you know, for things like video conferencing, video conferencing is becoming critically important and you have platforms like Zoom that are, um, uh, just revolutionise how how we approach video conferencing, and and we're big fans of Zoom, and that that's working well, I think, for more and more organisations right now. And um, in terms of having meetings virtually in person, if you like, and um, you have things like Slack, which um, for for transactional um, communication is very effective, and we're we're big fans of of Slack as well. And then you have uh, WorkVivo, which is um, for the bigger company messages for ensuring that people have their mobile app they're continuing to know what's going on uh, on a bigger level in the organization they're in, they're able to engage with different communities um in the organization they're able to the, the personality of the organization can still come through while still uh, making sure they stay in touch with what's going on in the organization mm-hmm. and that's that's that that's what we're seeing being very effective right now
0: We've got a rough few weeks ahead of us, we know that. Um, but companies are going to have to look beyond this. Um, and there's a lot of talk already, John, about we just can't go back. There is no point in going back to how things used to be done. Um, if we have found a better way, a more efficient way, a way in which you know maybe people's work-life balance might end up for the better on the back of this, we, we should embrace that. Should Should, amongst all the chaos, companies be thinking about that right now?
3: I think so, and, and I, I think people naturally are, Jonathan. I, like, for me, there's there's a couple of things that I think this will fundamentally change forever. Um, I think if you go back to, like, even a few short years ago, right, I think everybody remembers the, the BBC video where they were doing an interview with a professor, and it was a serious interview, and, the, you know, the professor's four-year-old and nine-month-old walking unexpectedly, um, and that got millions of views because it was just... It was, you know, a professional setting, and um, a kid walks in. But I think what we're seeing is just there's an acceptance of that now, right? Which is people are working from home, and there's other people living at home naturally. And I think there's a there's an element of of humanity that's coming into it where where that's that's perfectly acceptable, and um, I think that's a good thing as well. And I think you know, going back to the trust thing, um, I think people will naturally. Um, we'll we'll end up doing more work from home. I think the challenge for for leaders and organisations is to make sure that the work life balance is, is happens as well. I think we can assume a better life ba- work life balance when people are working from home. But I think the reality is, as people get used to it, um, you can find that you know the natural things that happen in a work environment where you get out. Old- the office for lunch or you you walk to a different location for meetings and um, some of that can be challenging at home because you, you could be sitting at your desk on video conference calls for an entire day and not not moving as much as you not moving not getting out as much as you would in, a, in a, an office environment and I think we need to be conscious of that and recognize that and, and ensure that we guide uh, colleagues to make sure that they're, they are striking that balance
0: okay um this is again going to evolve and change as, as the weeks go ahead if people are looking to get in contact with work vivo John how can they do that and how quickly could they get up and running on a platform such as yours
3: so we're we can get people live in a week um if people want to get in contact it's hello at workvivo.com or go to our website WorkVivo.com. we'd be we'd be delighted to help actually that's one of the things we're, we're finding particularly satisfying at the moment that the Companies that have implemented our solution over the past few months are contacting us just with um, just telling us that the lie that they had done, that it is putting them in, in good stead for this crisis.
0: Okay, well, we wish you and all your colleagues in WorkVivo the very best. John Goulding, uh, CEO of WorkVivo, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us at Red Business. Thanks, Jonathan.
1: The Red Business Podcast with Jonathan Healy and McCarthy Insurance Group, putting business in Cork first. MIG.ie.
0: Now, everybody who is working from home is still getting used to the idea that they're working from home. And people like me, who've been doing it for years, it's not been that much of a transition. You've just got the kids around more than you had before. But for those who are struggling with not going to work, with not having those conversations around the water cooler, and the idea of not having face-to-face meetings, how can you get your head around it? Because, as we know... This isn't going to be over today or tomorrow. Sinead Brady is a career psychologist and she's with me now. How are you, Sinead? I'm great, thanks, Jonathan, and you? I'm good, thank you. Good to have you with us on Red Business. This is a huge shift for a lot of people, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I actually think that we're undergoing a revolution of the workplace. Um, because for a very long time, you know, people are looking for flexibility and 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 wondering how they could broach the question, and and now what has happened is, I suppose, Mother Nature has taken that out of her hands, and um, she has met it the most, and in some cases, the only way to work. Um, so we're going through the friction that was there with flexibility before has been removed, and by the friction I mean you know very often you had places where there was lovely policies and and so on and so forth but actually the value proposition within the organization was presence so it didn't really matter whether you um, had a flexibility policy or a remote working policy what was actually happening was value was about being on site and um, so this has really put in place what I would consider to be a revolution in the workplace which is very welcome actually
0: uh, No, it's and it's again for those who have been doing it for a while uh, welcome to yes. the party everybody this, this yes. is how life should be <laughs> you finish work at half five or six o'clock and you walk downstairs and have your dinner that's, that's how life can be and should be rather than spending a huge amount of time in your car but for those who are struggling with it what's the first thing that they need to do if, it, if it's proving too much to them right now they can't see Jesus, how am I going to keep going with this for the next couple of months what do they need to do right now?
1: Yeah, well, I would say to you, first of all, acknowledge the fact that this is the most difficult time that you will ever work from home, because there is usually more people in the home than would typically be there, particularly if you're a parent, as I am with three kids. Um, and it, it's a real challenge. There is no doubt about that. So acknowledge the fact that actually this is a challenge and, and say, I'm finding this difficult. However, this is how I'm going to deal with it today. And you won't find the perfect solution the first day. You won't even find the perfect solution the second day, but within six or seven days, if you begin to kind of have a strategy around your workplace um, and your remote working, it will begin to get easier. So what I would say the, the, the big thing in the beginning is to have really honest conversations with whoever is in your house or whoever is within your home. So one of the important things to, to kind of put in place is some kind of a routine between you and whoever is there as to how and when you're going to work, particularly where there are children involved, Jonathan. So, for example, um, you might work in two hour blocks work and and have that conversation like so from nine to 11 I'm going to work and during that time it's your role to take care of the kids and 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 so on and you top and tail each other like that where there are small kids in the house you know your might your work time may not look like nine to five anymore it may actually mean that you work from five to seven before they get up in the morning and then you work when they go to bed at night and then during the day you just have to kind of be okay with the fact that a lot of what you're trying to get done won't get done because it's just a different we are in in a in an extraordinary set of circumstances so i think honest conversations are really
0: important mm. um fighting uh, in a workplace is relatively rare um the odds of you fighting with your children is a heck of a lot higher and the last thing you want to do is to fight with the significant other in your half because there is literally nowhere to go if you're working from home so how do how, how do you manage those relationships the work relationships are one thing the family relationships when you're all together and you're going to be together for a while You don't want to see that go south at an early point.
1: Absolutely. And that's where the honest conversations come in and you sit down and you actually talk to each other and say, look, this is what I'm expecting to try and get done today. What are you trying to do? And then you come up with a routine that works for you. And the routine routine may have to shift and change on different days because of different things. So, for example, um, my husband's self-employed, I'm self-employed. We both work from home and he started work this morning at five and he worked until um, 10 o'clock and then I'm working from 10 o'clock until one o'clock he'll go back to do and then I'll work later on this evening. But that doesn't happen every day. So it's just about trying to figure out, but having really honest conversations about what's needed to be done. But also with your employer, or if you're an employer, encourage honest conversations and ask the question, does this have, like, how can we manage this? What's possible from within your own person's set of circumstances? And, you know, it might mean that you're going to have to um, have a conference call with perhaps background noise that you wouldn't normally have there. But people understand that. This is an extraordinary set of circumstances. So as time passes, this takes time to get into, into a, a routine of. There's a really good app that people can download called Our Home. And it's brilliant for kind of um, outlining what needs to be done in the home and, and so on and so forth. And then you can assign jobs to different people and then they get rewards based on doing those things. So that's a great way for older kids to kind of keep them entertained and, and to focus them. And then obviously you've got the apps that you can use yourself um, to help you to manage working from home. So Zoom is really brilliant. Again, it does depend on good internet connection, but you can have quite a good um, conference call through Zoom um, and
0: it's a great way to connect mm. with people and, and don't forget you can mute yourself I mean that's the one thing people who haven't done this a lot uh, they forget to do it and you'd always tell the newbies in the meeting they forget to mute their microphones so once you mute yes. your microphone no one else can hear you so therefore I just remember to turn it on again if you need to but that lessens the noise on a conference call and, and you can move forward do you think at at this point that, I know you, you mentioned that this is a bit of a revolution. Do you think, Sinead, that we mightn't go back to the way we did before, even when this is all over?
1: I, I really hope that we don't, quite frankly, Jonathan. I think that we have needed a break in the conversation and a break in how we manage this for a very, very long time. We have seen record numbers of numbers of burnout. We see that people are not engaged at work. And the reason is that people need a different way to work. Work is now a place, is is no longer a place, it's a space. And most jobs, not all jobs, can be done, or at least an element of jobs can be done Remotely, it takes away the commute, it takes away that stress of trying to get you know different things done between certain times during the day, and it actually gives people agency over their role and organ like we know when you 're in an organization that offers friction free flexibility where the the value is matched with the proposition. Teams are more engaged. Retention is higher. Productivity is higher. Um, so I, I really hope we don't go back okay. to what we were doing before.
0: Fingers crossed. But the last question I have to ask you, Sinead, you still have to draw the line. You still have to walk away from this. Um, you know, Correct. the temptation will be there to keep going maybe Saturday, Sunday or the days that you normally would be off. You'll still, is, is you know, there may, maybe an expectation might be created almost accidentally that you would pick up where you left off. You still need to block off your time and to take that which is owed to you particularly at a time of high stress like this?
1: Absolutely and what I would say is that practice cognitive shutdown and cognitive shutdown is the small routines that we would normally do so for example when you go to work you, go, you have your commute to work you might walk to the bus or you might walk from the where you park your car into the office if, if walking is part of how you kick your day off, still do that. And then on your way home, have a, a similar type of, of cognitive shutdown. But the really important thing is get the laptop off the kitchen table if that's where you're doing your work. Get it out of sight, shut it down, turn it off because you are not an algorithm. You are not a computer. You are a human being and you need to take breaks and you need to spend time connected with, your, with, with the people that are around you, particularly in this kind of a difficult time. Okay. So I would say to people, absolutely shut down. You need to shut off and you don't need to overdo it.
0: Sinead Brady, career psychologist. Advice that's uh, very solid and hopefully we will see us well into the future past the current crisis. Sinead, thanks so much for joining us in Red Business. My thanks to all of my guests, as always. Don't forget, if you want to talk to us, the email is redbusiness at redfm.ie. All the episodes are up on redextra.ie. Myra Hayes-Gough was the producer and we'll catch you on the next one.
1: The Red Business Podcast with Jonathan
3: Healy and McCarthy Insurance Group. Putting business in Cork first. MIG.ie.